Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Donny Bowen, and he is the CEO, uh, CEO of Success Champion Networking and also the founder of uh, Success Champions. Welcome to the show, Donny. AJ, great to hang out with you, my friend. I'm glad I finally got this all figured out. You know, you love technology sometimes. So great to spend some time with you, bud. I'm looking forward to a fun conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the show and welcome to India and also the global audience. It's a global podcast show. I'm sure not only in India, but a lot of people across the world will benefit from this, from your insights, not only today, but also later on. So, Donnie, we'll be talking about, you know, uh, about sales and about business development, but with a human face. And you are considered one of the leading global minds on sales, business development, and business growth. And perhaps you are the first person to make sales and business development relatable and human. Why do you say so? Why do they need to be more relatable and human? Let's start with this. Well, I, I think a lot of us that are my generation, your generation, we grew up in the world of always be closing and that you got to win at all cost. And that put a lot of bitter taste into a lot of people's mouths that they got really gun shy around, you know, salespeople. So it made selling extremely difficult because people had their guard up so bad. And then you had a lot of sales trainers, gurus, influencers that came from very transactional backgrounds. They sold insurance, they sold cars, and now they were teaching people how to sell. And so the human aspect got completely taken out of the, the sales game. And the, the funny thing behind it is in this day and age that we're in with social media, with the ability to connect with people around the world. You're currently in India. I'm sitting in Fort Worth, Texas, and to have conversations like this. People buy from people, not brands, right? So people are going to buy based off the trust they get with the individual that they're talking to. You know, another way to look at it is you can forgive a person, but you can't forgive a brand. So, so if people aren't becoming more human, then they're going to start losing more and more deals because the people that have begun to really start putting themselves out there on social media, start showing up as their own personal brand in the marketplace are dominating and winning because once again, people want to buy from people, uh, you know, unless it's like a, a Nike Adidas, some sort of sportswear, if you're buying a service, you're buying a product off of a, off a, an individual, you're going to buy that individual first, and then you're going to get whatever it is they sell. And people have just forgotten, you know, that the universe always comes back around. You know, history repeats itself, and we are coming full swing circuit back to the old marketplace stall selling that we don't see traditionally here in the U.S., uh, where you actually get a chance to talk to a person, haggle with a person and have these real conversations when you go to buy things. That's just a fun time we're living in. Right, right, Donnie. Then in today's time, when we say that somebody is not good at sales, 
what do you mean is he is he not good because he is not able to make a sale or is he that he is a good person and the time to be human human or he is too much human and he is not able to make that sale what would you look at how would you look at this situation with a lot of people who are getting their first entry into corporate as a sales person well i would tell anybody that you never sell anything you don't believe in because if you don't believe in what you're selling you're not going to be able to sell it and so i i would tell people that uh, instead of just taking any job to get into entry level sales don't get into something that you absolutely know nothing about don't care about because it's going to be so hard to learn how to sell in that because there's such a learning curve on the knowledge of whatever you're selling but if you are passionate and you and you have you know things you're interested in go get a career in sales selling something along those lines like like if you're into computers go get a computer software sales job or a computer hardware sales job if you're into i don't know blacksmithing or something go go work for a blacksmith and sell knives or, or anything and and if you can cut the knowledge curve which really screws up a lot of salespeople and allows them to forget about being human and what happens is somebody goes and gets a sales job now they don't know the industry they're not passionate about it so they have to spend so much time getting the knowledge of whatever they're going to sell that by the time they hit the marketplace they forgot to how have a regular conversation and they go and they throw this book knowledge at anybody without any real world practical advice and conversations and they turn the conversation more into a pitch of features and benefits let me tell you what's awesome about what we do and they stumble over their words because they don't give a crap about whatever they're they're actually selling so i would tell everybody go go find a sales job if you will around something that you are completely geeked out on interested in and then go learn to sell selling that stuff and it's going to be a hell of a lot easier um, but most times if people can't sell it's not that they're a bad person uh, they just don't believe in what they're actually selling they don't think it will work they don't think it's uh, going to be the thing that's due and they have no passion about it and everybody they can talk to can feel it okay okay now donny it's it, it, it's a nice idea to you know make sales more human and business development and more relatable but then how do you how do businesses and different modes of businesses implement it because uh, we are in a different world where profits matter and a lot of people uh, just are looking at you know at the bottom lines now first let's look at uh, small coaches coaching work has a lot of come they need to be you know selling and we talk about so many lead magnets and all those things that have come up then there are the small businesses they also need to sell and then there are the big companies so how should they go about doing their work being more human being but actually can grow their business especially for a big for big firms it can be a challenge because they have got they have got to meet a lot of expectations there is so much of pressure on the sales department so even if they want to suppose they want to do it then how can they go about implementing things on the ground how does it work it's, it's very simple it's it, they they need to establish their personal brand 
Um, what people don't understand is the era that we all grew up in, there was no social media. So it was cold calling, networking, banging on doors, do you know, those type of things were the way you sold. Uh, then we went to emails, then, you know, social media became a thing. In this day and age, if you're not picking a social media platform and becoming a personal brand on that platform, and it should be the platform of wherever your people hang out on, then you're going to lose because I guarantee I don't care what anybody sells. There is somebody that is putting out social content in that industry about that service or product that is dominating the marketplace because they are putting themselves out front. So to put it in a perspective, marketing and advertising is how you tell the world what you do. So you can market, you can advertise, you can put out all this information of, hey, this is what makes us great. This is why you should buy our stuff. But branding more importantly your personal brand is what everybody says when you're not in the room so so all that marketing and advertising is telling a story your actions and how you show up are telling a story and if you're not controlling both of those dialogues then the marketplace is going to be telling stories about you whether you like it or not so when you think about personal brand as a whole then people should be going out and I don't care if you're big business to startup coach guy, um, you need to be right now be putting out social content, being the face of your company and showing up. I mean, you can go look to Fortune 500 CEOs, you know, some of the biggest guys in the world from Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, you know, those type of people, they're out on social media. They're putting themselves out there because they know that people buy from people, not brands. So, so they're constantly showing up and putting out content. And we can go down and talk about what kind of content, but that's my answer is you've got to establish a personal brand because especially if you work for somebody else, you better build a personal brand because if something happens, that company goes out of business, you get fired, whatever happens, the only thing you ever get to take with you is your personal brand. And this is why what happens to a lot of company when a salesperson leaves, they lose a lot of those accounts because the relationship is with the salesperson, not the company. Okay. Okay, so is, is, is that the answer to you build a personal brand and you will continue to have an endless stream of referrals that will come into your business? Or is that is there more to making sales and making it still human? Well, I mean, look, just because you put out a personal brand doesn't mean you don't do traditional selling. You're still going to be cold calling. You're still going to be doing direct route reach on LinkedIn, email, you know, um, even door to door in this day and age. Okay, so that all is still going to play and it's all part of a overall business development strategy. So there, there, there's no one, here's your quick get rich type scheme to make sales work in your company. It's a culmination of a lot of things. So, so if, if you to, to the humanizing part is to build your personal brand, right? That's, that's, that's going to humanize whatever it is you sell because it's going to make you the actual expert in what uh, your product or service is. Then all the other stuff is the things that help generate the conversations. So, you know, I'm, I'm big on what I call hand raising activities and hand raising activities is when you put out original thought and people can raise their hand and say, I'm interested in it. And so, but original thought can be put out in several forms. You can be talking on stages. You can go to networking groups or after hour type of events. You can be putting content on social media maybe writing a blog, you can, you know, be a guest on a podcast, anywhere that you can show up, 
show your expertise and your area and people can lean into that to get referrals going. I mean, that's a whole nother level to where you're putting in a referral game plan and strategy together. But once again, that comes back to that is part of your overall business development strategy. For me, just so everybody understands where I'm coming from, business development includes marketing, advertising, social media, personal branding, right? That's all business development. Sales is that final yes, no conversation to, hey, can we do business together or not? And once people wrap their head around that they don't traditionally have a sales problem, they have a business development problem because your best salespeople in the world know how to generate the people coming into the business. Um, closing deals is the easy part. Right, right, Donnie. Now, you see, in today's time, a lot of people are with the great resignation, quiet quitting, all those things going on at the moment. A lot of people after 30, especially after 40, they are looking at starting their own businesses, doing something of their own, whatever they are good at. You started a business at around 40, coming from a blue-collar family, and there have been a lot of lessons. So a lot of people who are still thinking, watching, not able to talk, take a call, uh, what would you tell them in terms of uh, the hesitations and 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 you can say restrictions that they feel within themselves. What are your learnings you would like to tell them? And a lot of people who have already jumped yep. into this business line, but are struggling, facing problems. But just like you, you gave it a go, almost lost it. And today you are able to turn it around, build three companies. And, and you know, you are doing quite well for yourself. And you also run a full working farm with goats, chick, chickens, ducks, turkeys, and geese. That's a wonderful life to have, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. We actually have 15 baby goats right now that were born this weekend. So, um, but I, I, you know, for me, I would say that, that the dumbest thing that I did was straight up leave a corporate job and jump out and start a business. And the reason I say that was dumb is because I had, I had no financial income coming in. So my only choice to keep the family afloat and everything was to spend a crap ton of money out of my own personal coffers to try and get this business off the ground and running. And when you don't have money coming in, you can get into a very desperate mindset in a, in a very, very quick moment. So if they haven't made the leap, I would 100% tell them to start some sort of side hustle, you know, some sort of job on the side. And until that job replaces their current income, then make the leap. Um, don't do what I did, which is just jump straight in, screw everything up, almost lose everything. Um, create some sort of side hustle. If they've made the leap and they're struggling, 99% uh, of the time they're struggling because they're either A, trying to be all things to all people, they're trying to sell way too many things, and they're just all over the place. So I would tell somebody that if you're year one, two into business and you're completely struggling to make this work, then look at everything that you could potentially sell Pick one thing and go sell the crap out of that. And I would tell you that that I would challenge you to pick that one thing and go sell it a thousand times. That means you're going to have to get into three, four thousand conversations with people, ask them to buy whatever it is you sell. And in doing that, you can't help but stumble over some wins and you can't help but learn how to sell what you sell. 
And if you do this and you get into a, a thousand asks, so this is not about sitting across from somebody going, let me tell you about what I have. It's pretty cool, right? And then walking away. No, no, you say, let me tell you what I've got. This is how I think it'll work for you. Is this something you would buy? Would you buy it, right? You specifically ask them to do business. And you do a thousand of those and you're going to learn because what's going to happen is the first 50, 60, 70, maybe even 100, you're going to screw them up and you're going to say dumb things and, and you're not going to know how to, to say the right thing at the right moment. But as you continue on, you're going to start hearing the same things over and over again. And truly, business development sales should be almost one of the most boring activities in the world. And I say that because it's the same conversation over and over and over again. And you got to get to a point to where they can't say something you've never heard before. And, you know, it's funny. I have to keep myself from smiling on sales calls sometimes because I'm like, oh, well, I know where this one's going. And because you've already been in this situation 100 times. And that's just where you've got to be with the repetition of things. But most people start a business and they think, well, I don't want to do this whole sales thing. I just want to do whatever it is I geek out on. Well, if that's the case, then go work for somebody else because all that is is you're going to create another job for yourself, not actually build a company, right? People have this idea of they want some sort of freedom, work my own hours when I want to. When it, okay, cool. Then build a company that affords you that lifestyle. Don't live that lifestyle trying to build a company because you're going to lose. Because building a business is the toughest thing I've ever done in my damn life. I mean, it's hard to build a company, let alone have three and a full working farm going and one of the top podcasts in the world, right? Um, right. So, so you've got to work to a level that you've never worked at in previous you know, lives or previous careers to get this thing to a place that where you enjoy that level of work so you can buy your freedom by then developing a company that will function and run without you. But everybody tries to do that way too early in the game. Right. Right, Donnie. Now, you say that you almost lost it all. Mm -hmm. How? What is it that you would like to tell this potential, uh, you know, to be entrepreneurs or who are looking at or are already entrepreneurs is not to lose things like you did once. Yeah. So what happened is uh, my first year in business, I was under an international cannot compete. Supposedly in the U.S., I was one of the top sales trainers in the country. Not really sure what that means other than I'm really good at flapping my gums in front of a room. But uh, I, my first year, because of the, the company I left, I could not talk about sales, sales training, sales management anywhere in the world. So um I became what was called a success coach. And, and, and AJ, to this day, I have no idea what the heck a success coach is. But it, it was, I can promise you it's just a guy who says yes to way too many things. So my first year of business, I threw a lot, a lot of money um, hiring coaches, buying courses, doing all the things, trying to figure out how to build a business. And truth be told, I was just trying to find some sort of freedom. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to you know, report to somebody in the mornings, I wanted to sit around and just have money magically appear if I were completely honest. And so about six months of throwing a lot of money and hoping the world was going to show up and just hand me cash. Uh, I walked out the back door of my farm with my wife sleeping upstairs and her Jeep was missing. 
And I called the police and said, hey, you know, my wife's Jeep's been stolen. And they said, no, sir, it's been repossessed. And then I had to go in and tell my wife the rest of the story, which was the mortgage was three months behind and we were about to lose everything. So my wife legitimately had to go cash in her 401k to save the farm, get her Jeep back. And what I realized is, you know, that was about six months into year one of building this company was I wasn't out selling. I wasn't out doing the things that would actually grow the businesses. <laughs> I was sitting around, screwing around in Canva, uh, you know, doing half-ass freaking, you know, networking stuff, playing around on social media, not really doing the things that would move my company forward. So I actually had to flip a switch and decide that, okay, now it's time to sell. So if you're at that point of your business where it's not moving forward and you're in kind of that getting that desperation mode, the answer is 1,000. And, and what I mean by 1,000 is go get 1,000 conversations with people that can say yes. So that means, you know, go find networking organizations like Success Champions Networking, where you can meet a lot of people. Jump on Eventbrite, meet up, LinkedIn, go find as many virtual and in-person events as you can. Uh, and and go get around people that have the ability to buy your stuff and then go get into one-on-one -on -one conversations with these people who are a couple of coffee, a beer, wine, whatever, and ask them to do business with you. And you do this a thousand times and you're going to start building your business. And the reason I say a thousand times, once again, is you're going to learn. But two, I hope that the idea that they got to get into a thousand to four thousand conversation intimidates the crap out of them because that's the level of work it's going to take to get this thing off the ground and running and gunning. And if they don't want to work to that level, go back and get a job and quit mentally beating the crap out of yourself because <clears throat> it's going to take that level of work. Wonderful. Wonderful, Donnie. I appreciate, I really salute your uh, honest uh, understanding of this whole stuff, sharing your story because this is, this is this can be uh, you know this is very true and a lot of situations are there where you want just the money to come in people you want people to just acknowledge me acknowledge yourself as the biggest coach or whatever you are but it's not going to happen and something will really hit you and it is the earlier you understand the earlier uh, the better it is but then once you realize this how did you change that to success three companies and a farm so um, I found podcasting in um, April of 2018 and launched my first podcast. I quickly learned, like I'm sure you have, AJ, that, that podcasting is one of the greatest networking tools on the planet. You just get to meet from people from all different walks of lives, have great conversations like this. Um, that show took off and you know became number 22 in the world out of all podcasts. And I was given the opportunity to interview some of the biggest names in the world. And quickly, I realized that I could not be in a situation where I was interviewing these large names and have a process that was crap and have a system that wasn't working. So um, in building that podcast, I learned operations. I learned business finance. I learned how to outsource and hire. I could honestly say that podcasting saved my business by teaching me business. So, and then in uh, September, yeah, September of 2018, my non-compete came up. 
So now I had all this momentum from podcasting. I was traveling all over the U.S. doing keynotes on podcasting, teaching a lot of things on podcasting, and now I could talk sales. I had a lot of leverage and momentum in that point. Now, uh, honestly, I'd put in so many long days up to that point that I'd created a cool community and a following of people. This is why I'm big on personal brand, that when I said I'm going after the sales stuff again, a lot of people leaned in because sales is usually the biggest thing that hurts most small business owners and entrepreneurs is they don't actually know how to go sell their stuff. So they're looking for the trick or the hack or the thing you know, the funnel or the whatever to make it easy. And it's still the old school stuff. I mean, the only thing that's changed from sales over the years is the whole personal branding out of social media. Otherwise, all the old stuff that you used to, same crap you got to be doing now. Great, great. So I, you, uh, there are several things uh, for the audience that you need to tell them so that they, uh, they are able to connect with you. One is the growth mode podcast. And... Then there are this, uh, you are the CEO and founder of Success Champions and Success Champion Networking. And then there is something called Founder of Badass Business <laughs> Summit. Several things, you know, but these are all useful things for a lot of, as you said, podcasting saved your business. It can help a lot of pe people. It can also help save a lot of businesses. Please do yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the Growth Mode podcast came about because we had so many clients and so many people in our community that kept asking for more and more business growth advice. Um, a lot of people want to scale a business, but they don't know how. So uh, it started off, we went two seasons with me and the CEO and co-founder of Success Champion Networking, Kevin Snow, talking about sales, business development, and business growth. We just launched into season three. And now we are bringing in some amazing experts in different key areas. And uh, it's season three of the show is, I mean, the downloads have gone through the roof because we decided to do a different aspect. And what we do on the show is we invite in these guest experts to teach Kevin and I something about their expertise. So the episode that literally released today um, is from a gentleman by the name of Zach Knight out of Atlanta, Georgia, who's an opera, uh, he's a fractional COO operations specialist and he literally sat down and walked us through some amazing business operation strategies so people get to listen to kevin and i listen and learn right then and there so a lot of people are really reaching in and then there's success champion networking where we literally changed how the world networks um, we created a virtual uh, environment and have the fastest growing networking organization on the planet I'd love to start a group over in India um, as well. But um, the, the trick with it all is, you know, we don't allow multi-level marketing, network marketing type companies. It's primarily B2B focused. And truthfully, Success Champion Networking is a company that's focused on growing an individual's business. And then they happen to get networking out of it. So there's a ton of training, education and the like. And then we have groups all over North America. We're getting ready to open up in the Philippines. So we're slowly starting to expand into other countries um, as we continue to, to learn this. But we just really up the game of bringing business owners together to help them grow. The Badass Business Summit came about because uh, all of our people in our community wanted to do a massive get together. 
And what's funny is they originally they wanted to call it Donnie Con, and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. We are not calling it Donnie Con. So we called it the Badass Business Summit. So we do that every year in Fort Worth, Texas, here in the U.S. Um, we bring in 15 to 20 of the best speakers in the game from marketing, sales, operations, and mindset. And it's not a conference where you show up, you get pitched, or you take a bunch of notes and then go home and try and implement. The whole conference is designed to work on your business. So we put you in masterminds. We put you in workshops and you're actually doing the things that the people on stage are teaching. Not only that, but we, the people that are speaking on stages are also attendees. So they're back in the crowd. So you're sitting right with the speakers. They spend the entire weekend you know, as part of the, of the conference. And we do this to allow people to get as much access to not only the speakers, but all the other people. So it's a massive networking opportunity with some of the best in the game from around the world. Um, and, you know, in addition to that, we have five books out there. Um, yes. My last book, uh, I don't know if I can say the title on a live. But yes, yes, yes. I you can. can say, you show it also if it's there with you. I want to, you know, show it here. So, yeah, it's, it's, there it is. It's right behind me here. But okay. I can, yeah, 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 I can see it here. Uh, now so, you're on the phone. But I, I, I can say the title. Yes, yes, very much. Okay. Safe. All right. So, well, the title of the book is called "Fuck to Focus." So it's about taking your business from growth to ultimate scale. So it literally takes people through my journey of screwing everything up, almost losing everything, to getting to a scaled business, and all the steps and everything that I got to get there. So it's not meant to be a, you have to do this, do this, do this, do this. It's meant for somebody to pick up and go, okay, I'm struggling in this key area. Can I study this? Can I do it? There's an audio version. It's me speaking. Um, I read the whole thing and added a whole bunch of things in the audio version. It was a lot of fun to put together. And a lot of people <coughs> have sent me some amazing messages and things about it. Um, one of the other bestsellers I have is a book called Endless Stream of Referrals where I teach how to bring in, and that's the other book sitting right there, um, teach you know how to bring a lot of referrals coming into your business. You know, So everything that we do, like, like my biggest purpose in life is centered around the idea of getting to as many people as I possibly can and get them to freedom through building a business. Because as I was going through it and about to lose everything, I made myself an island because I didn't want anybody to know how bad it was because I thought if people knew how bad my business was, nobody would do business with me. So I made myself very miserable. Uh, I really tried to slug through it. I did slug through it and I did learn to how to build businesses, but it was all self-taught and it took me a very, very long time to do it. So I share all the tragedies and all the things I screw up and everything and everything that's designed is to give you as much knowledge and information that if you'll just apply the principles, if you'll apply what's being taught, you'll actually build a business and not a crappy job. Very, very inspiring indeed, uh, Donnie. How Thank you. And, and you know, so how do people connect with you for your for your networking events, for your you know all the for the books and yep. even for public speaking? You know, you do a lot of public. I, I do a lot of public speaking right now. Yeah. So uh, the easiest way to get in touch with me is to text the word success uh, country code plus one eight one seven three one eight sixty thirty. That's the word success, 
you text that to plus one eight one seven three one eight sixty thirty, and that's going to send you a thing. This is going to ask you for your email, and that's going to start sending you uh, my contact information. There's also a training in there about how to quickly get a bunch of referrals coming into your business. All this is free. Um, we give that all away, um, but that's the fastest way to get to me um, and get a lot of my information. It's Donnie Bovine, B-O-I-V-I-N, on every platform uh, of social media. We put out content on all of them, so you can find me that way. But I'll also tell you, AJ, that uh, in uh, October of last year, I decided I needed to lose a few pounds. So, you know, I have a full working farm. Um, I decided I was going to go out and just start walking the farm. So I take my two big German shepherds out there with me and I release them in one of my front pastures. And I would just go four o'clock in the morning and go walk gate to gate, about 200 steps between both gates. And I would listen to a business or a growth oriented podcast. And also last year I was diagnosed with ADHD and it made me understand why I always need to be distracted to learn something. So here I was, like as a kid, I doodled so I could listen to a teacher, right? That was just the only way I could actually hear the words coming out of their mouth. So now here I am, four o'clock in the morning, listening to a podcast and walking in the dark. During that time, the, the dark allowed me to not have anything to focus on so I could hear the podcast. And for 30 days leading up to last year's Badass Business Summit, we added almost $100,000 to the bottom line of our company because I got so laser focused on growing and scaling the company. So when the summit came around, um, I took the stage as the final night and said, guys, we're going to roll out something. And I told them the story and I told them that I lost at that point 27 pounds in 30 days. Now I was also fasting. And this isn't a weight loss type thing or anything else, but we rolled out what we called Champions 90. And Champions 90 is where individuals are committing to five tasks for 90 days, no quit. You quit, you start over. And the five tasks are you're committing to a 45 minutes of exercise, walk. That's all I do. I walk the farm. 45 minutes of a business or growth oriented podcast. I don't care who you listen to, but you need to listen to the podcast. I do that while I walk. You're doing 30 minutes of cold outreach and cold outreach could be cold calling, could be sending a direct message on LinkedIn. It could be cold email. Uh, it could be door knocking. I don't care, but you're reaching out to people who don't know you and asking them for either a meeting or doing business for 30 minutes. Then 30 minutes of hand raising activities and hand raising activities is where you put out original thoughts. So it's you're putting out social content. Your content, commenting on somebody else's social content, maybe you're getting on stages, maybe you're getting on podcasts, maybe you're putting out blogs, maybe you're hosting your own workshops, whatever, but 30 minutes, you're putting out the original thought, and then you write 200 words a day on your thoughts and takeaways from the podcast. And so what you do is you commit to these freaking five activities for 90 days straight, no quit. If you quit, you start over. People have said it's like 75 hard, but for business growth. And uh, all people need to do is go to LinkedIn, just type in hashtag champions 90 and watch the responses from how many people have taken up this challenge. There's no cost to this. We're not trying to sell anything here. I literally just want people to win, right? But you can see the people that are putting out the post about the things they're doing with champions 90. So on that one, if people just go to champions90.com, 
they can just sign up and say, I'm in, I'm going to do this. There's a private Facebook group that people are in there talking and chatting about it, but we're literally not trying to sell anything here. We're literally just trying to put people in positions to win. So I know there's a lot of information, but that's a lot of fun stuff we have out there. No, that's what we needed. People need information. That's why they listen to podcasts. They do so many things. My last question to you, Donnie, is that, you know, coming, growing up in a blue collar family, starting a business, and in that process, learning so many things, losing the Jeep, getting it back, and then three companies and a park, and running behind the chicken, ducks, and goats, all this life. How do you look at this? And how have you planned the life forward? Because now you can plan it. Earlier, it was a different time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple of things. Have, it's been really interesting. I really love what I do. And we, my wife and I have learned that we don't need this whole idea of work-life balance. And, you know, work-life balance, only people that look for that are people that hate what they do. Because, you know, if, if you really love what you do, you'll figure out how to integrate everything together. You know, there's no this is the work Donnie. And then this is the home Donnie. Now this is the same dude you get on both sides of that, that conversation. So, uh, you know, some of the things that, that we are planning to do is we'll be adding another business as we are looking forward to buying a ranch and doing an animal retreat uh, place and actually save some exotic animals and things. So that'll be one of the things we, we do. Um, but also as my speaking career continues to pick up, I'm doing a lot of speaking right now, primarily in, in, the U.S., but I'm handing, heading up to Canada for a couple of things. You know, um, she, my wife, it's great. So she's picking which one she wants to go to. So wherever I go speak, you know, we'll spend two, three, four days in there and she'll fly up with me. Um, doesn't go to the speaking engagements or anything. She'll go shopping or go see the sites. And then after the speaking gig, we'll go spend time you know, doing those things. So we're fully embracing integration and building the life around being able to serve as many people as we can and help them get to freedom. So so the whole idea of just integrating it all together has, has come full circle because I used to be the guy that was like when work was done, that part of my life was off. Now it's time to party, drink and hang out with friends. And now because I'm so into what I do, it's all one thing. It's all one thing. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank hey, you AJ, so can, I do, can I do one thing for you really, really quick? Of course. So, so, guys, if you made it this far listening to AJ and I and you got one tip, one trick, one anything out of this, do AJ the greatest favor and share this out with one person. Um, I can tell you having my own show, the hardest thing in the world is to grow an audience. So, so whether it's this episode or any other episode you listened to in the past, share this out with one person. Uh, it'll mean the world to him, and it really helps him reach more people with his message. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I really felt people need to hear that. Uh, thank you so much. That's very nice of you, uh, Johnny. Indeed, very nice of you. May God okay. bless you. Thank you so much once again. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Mm -hmm.